Welcome everyone, I'm Anu. I'm Sumit. And, and we, we are, are the, the Cyber, Cyber siblings. siblings. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode with the Cyber Siblings. In today's conversation, we're continuing to talk about scams. In particular, those arising from service providers. Sumit, I'm really keen to hear, what are your thoughts on these? Yes, that's a very good one. And in a nutshell, if I was to sum it up, it's pretty much just a replication of legitimate sales calls. Okay. That's it. But look, let's let's elaborate on this one a bit more. Service provider. So think about any utility, telecommunications provider, or any of these any of these service providers, they're usually the more common ones that are going to be used as an example. True. Now, when I say replicating sales calls, think about when they try and upsell you something or they try and give you, like, you know, offer a product or a service, the script that they use for their employees, the reason why they call and say, okay, they've got a certain script that they're running off, that's what these scammers are actually getting a hand on. And so when you're used to hearing these types of sales calls and, or you've actually heard it from these service providers, when a scammer makes that call and says exactly the same things, then all of a sudden you immediately, your first human instinct is to say, okay, yep, this is just another sales pitch. And you treat it as a legitimate sales pitch rather than actually hanging up and saying, okay, well, this is a... Yeah, I think it's a bit of a habit. Like we, you're used to hearing these scripts, so we're familiar with them. Yes, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's spot on actually. So familiarity, I think, is a big play on these. So. Let's, let's have a look at an example of these. So say there was a, let, let's pick a telco. Yep. Yeah? So there is a new modem maybe, and they wanna go, you know what? How much internet data are you currently uh, using? Yep. And based on that, we will decide on which plan would actually be ideal for you. And that can be if you've actually changed location, you bought a new phone plan or a tablet or whatever it may be, or a new SIM um, data plan, could be whatever, but they know that, okay, this is our chance to upsell for you and they will legitimately do that as a telco provider. Or they can also talk about your uh, dropouts and your usage. So one is how much data, say internet data, are you using? And then based on that, we'll suggest a plan. The other one is, oh, are you currently on your current plan? Are you having intermittent dropouts or unusual activity? And I quote that intermittent dropouts or unusual activity. Those kind of four words are always used, almost always from any that I've had a chat to. Yeah, they're always getting that because it's a standard script, which I'm assuming businesses you know, when employees leave or they go to another a competitor, that kind of intellectual property is still circulating, circulating around there. So they're very similar in that instance. And scammers are actually using those words exactly. Okay, so well, if I take, so I've actually seen a variation to this, but yeah. the one thing that comes to mind as well is that means those scripts, sales scripts, they need to be treated like IP and assets. They need to exactly. be like they need to be secured. It's not something like I know they're not crown jewels and they're not going to be the top of the list, but that is another kind of real asset that companies need to protect. Yep, definitely, definitely. And then I'm thinking, okay, well, the um, the other one that I've seen around this is around where telecommunications, for example, have announced 
that there's going to be a temporary drop in service. Yeah. So they might say we've got so a like plan. an outage or something. Yeah. Yeah, like they've said it's going to happen, and so that way, if you as a consumer are not aware, but then a scammer is actually capitalizing and using that window mm. and calling up. And I kind of that goes to my other point. I wanted to sort of share is to go. Well, this is why like um, information on social media, phishing attempts, and when data breaches happen. All this data may at times not seem significant, but hang on, we're revealing who our telco provider is, we're revealing our addresses, all this information, yeah. and in isolation it might not mean a lot, but together it would. Yeah, and that's kind of like what the scammers are footprinting then. Yeah, so with that temporary drop in service, I'm thinking what could they actually do with it? They would probably go, right, we'll target all these customers that have that may be having these telco providers yeah but even if they don't that's fine you know you're just taking a stab in the dark and they'll often say one that comes to mind is they'll often go ahead and say you know what we need to do a repair service for you if you don't pay for the repair service we will cut your connection and so even if you think that oh yeah look this is just a scam i'm going to hang up the fact that you are unaware about the temporary service outage yeah. yeah makes you think oh my god they actually did cut my connection they were legitimate after all so all of a sudden establishing that hey we are kind of like a scare tactic that we will cut you off and then not cutting you off but making you believe you've been cut off will actually prompt you to call that fake landline back and say okay yep look i'm ready to make payment and please restore my service Okay, so fake credibility almost, but yes. you're then paying, and I'm presuming then you pay uh, on a obviously in a way that is a fake payment method, and yep. again you've been scammed. Yes, and you might realize that later, but sometimes it's just like okay, when the service outage is complete, oh, okay, look, the services are being restored. Oh, thank God, I paid that, and you might be none the wiser, and you might end up. You know, it might end up happening again. The ones that probably get away with it the first time they encounter this is if that telco provider is actually not their telco provider. So they might say, hey, we're from telco A. And you're like, well, hang on, I'm with another telco provider. So this is a scam. So, you know, you don't, even, you don't even hear what they have to say. And this is not just something that I would say is specific to one country. This is actually globally. And because it's service it's... providers, we're seeing these scams in every country and it's anywhere where you're dealing with a service provider. Yes. Yeah. Right. So it so, could be Asia Pacific, even in the EU region. In our previous episode, we talked about the warming up in winter. Um, all of these would actually extend yeah, okay. in, around so, the US as well. So I think what's really critical here, like with these scams, is for people to be aware of the fact that there are generally an announcement when a service provider has got an outage or there's going to be unavailability. I know we're all busy and we've got busy lives, but really keeping on top of these email announcements or alerts that we get from our service providers or on social media when they share that um, they are actually going to have an outage. Some of them are fake, some of them are real, but we need to again start looking for those so that we know that there is, again, a window. I call it a window of opportunity for scammers. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I think generally we, w- we wouldn't look at it from that lens though. So a scammer would see it as a window of opportunity, but I think if we start looking at it as a window of opportunity for them, uh, and you're right, I think that's a really good theme. So any announcement of an unavailability almost always will be done by your bank, your service telco provider, your utility provider, if they need to do a repair or something, they have to give advance notice because you're being disrupted or you're being impacted. So not knowing about it or thinking that, oh, look, it's happened out of the blue is, well, that's usually not going to be the case. Any reputable service provider will give you some sort of advance notice or saying, look, we're, we're undergoing uh, maintenance and we'll be back shortly and the impact outage or window is from this time to this time on this date. So yeah, and I think that's a good thing. The one I would like to add on to that is yeah. where we talked about that, you know, the sales script and that's being taken and they're playing that back to you. There is one thing that uh, I've observed and I've had a chat to many people and we've all, Yeah. I think when I ask them this question, they always have this aha moment, okay, maybe you're right, maybe this is something we might have missed. Whenever you have that sales script thrown back at you, if it's a phishing attempt, think back to the intro. Okay. Um... So it'll probably be, hi, I'm calling from company Company X X. and my name is this. And there's an issue or something like that. Yep. Yep. Now, in which instance at any of those points in that intro, did they address you as a customer by your name? No, no, they they don't actually. Yeah. And and that's the thing to look out for. And I guess that's, that's what I wanted to highlight for our listeners. If they don't address you by your name, like... If it is your, say, say there's the telco provider, if it is your telco provider, they, they, have, your, they have your information on hand. Yeah. They will address you by your name. And they will verify. They yes. will do a verification as well, yes. kind of like the bank or anywhere else you call and you get verified. Yes. Yeah. That's right. And if, or sometimes what they'll even do, they'll even send you an SMS and say, okay, here's that and repeat this back to us. Two-factor authentication. Yeah, two, yeah. So all of those things are actually coming into play. But almost always it's, you know, it's impacting your citizens immediately, but you've got that element of no intro. That's another thing I would add. No, that's, that's great. So I think it's important, like these scams are absolutely, they're worldwide and they are not timed around a particular season or it's mm. one event off. No, it's an no. ongoing when those themes, outages and unavailabilities announced, what are three things we can tell our listeners how to be more cyber aware? Ooh, What's well, your first tip? Yeah, well, first off, I would actually, I call it my, well, this is how I usually, um, whenever someone's asked me for that, I always tell them the uh, concept of inception. So what I like to call it is the start of a dream. And now I'm sure our listeners are familiar with the movie Inception. Um, we've watched it a couple of times. We ourselves. have indeed, yes. But for those of you that aren't familiar with it, um, look, I won't spoil, spoil it, but you know, it is all about that whole concept of dreams. And similar to that movie Inception, where they you know, mention that it is always difficult to pinpoint how you got to where you are in your dream. Think about, think about your own dreams. Yep. Almost always the dream just starts right? But do you ever often remember how you got to that point at the start of the dream? Probably no. not. You just sudden, somehow like an, 
an incident happens or like an event starts playing out. Similarly, when the scammer actually calls you and we know that they don't introduce, um, they don't, they introduce themselves, but they don't actually uh, refer to you, right? And they will take you down the rabbit hole with that script. And it's like, oh, look, where um, are you, you know, seeing any intermittent outages? Um, are there any dropouts happening? You know, look, we are actually working on this and we've got this new modem and da, 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 da. They'll take you so far down. At that point, I would say pause and reflect. How did that conversation start? Did they mention your name? Did they actually start like as in, how did the conversation start? How did the dream start? So that concept of doing an inception check, yeah, I think is a really, really, really good one. Because at the beginning, if they don't address you by your name at all, that's an immediate that's alarm bell. That's a good first tip. Um, my second tip uh, for our listeners is really, I say, ask questions. And I know we're all busy and we want to get things through, especially if there's an outage and services not working. But again, slow down, ask questions. And for me, there's a really good Hollywood movie called The Marigold Hotel. Um, I think it's called The Exotic. The, exotic the best exotic Marigold Hotel, yeah. yeah. That's it. That's the, that's the movie. And in there, when they're teaching the call center people about how to converse with customers, they talk about rather than following a script, talk to the customer. And I kind of think, well, you know what? To be cyber savvy for all our listeners and citizens, we should actually go, well, no, let's us as customers yeah. ask the person on the call, ask them what's their name, where are they living, what's the weather like, or try and pick yeah. something about a sports event that's happened, see if they are actually who they are or where they that's, are from. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good thing. And... I know it'll take a few minutes extra, but yeah. you could actually suss out a scam by doing the reverse kind of asking questions. Right, right. So a scammer is obviously time bound. They need to make so many. Uh, they, they don't need to provide customer service, whereas a legitimate sales provider needs to provide customer service. That's exactly oh, that's it. That's a good it. one. Yeah. That's a really good one. And yeah, no, I think um, that one's spot on. The other thing that actually comes to mind for me is, well, well, what happens if there is an outage? I want to go back to that outage play. I like how you put that example because they are capitalizing on an opportunity. Let's go to that window of opportunity. So if, say, the water is not working, what's the first thing you usually do? I'll normally check with other people in the house or if, yeah. if it's just our household or... Yeah. You'd go out and just sort of knock on the door for a neighbor and go. Exactly, exactly. So you pretty much go to the neighborhood, right? So you ask your neighbors, hey, are you also not getting any water? So what about if there is an outage and like, you know, generally, like what, what service providers are around in the area, whether they be telco, whether they be utilities or any of the others. So if you know that, you know, there's others in the neighborhood, just check, or what about if all telco providers are impacted or whatever it might be, has there been something outside or infrastructure that's been damaged or through due to a storm or whatever it may be. If others are impacted, then it's likely going to be an outage as opposed to just you being targeted specifically. That's so, yep. um, you know, is, am I out? I think the question to ask is, is everybody out? Yeah, and again, that comes back to the whole point around how do we know people in our neighborhood yeah are we like it's not just about having the phone number of the neighbor yes you can quickly phone and text yeah but also it's a good way to just 
go and yeah, talk to your neighbor and communicate. Yeah. The communication is always going to be key. No, that's great. So this scam is quite real and it's worldwide. So I think the three things that we really talked about, we talked about really the start of a dream. Mm-hmm. We talked about asking questions. And thirdly, is everybody out? Check yeah. those things. Yep. I think that's a good summary. Well, that's a wrap for today. Until we talk again, stay safe. And secure.